Welcome back to the Retrocaptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hello. G'day. G'day, mate. Oh, yeah, we're doing an Aussie movie this month. Again. Again. Aussie movie number two. But before we get to that, oh, let's just, you know, start with like five minutes of idle chit-chat or something. Oh, yeah, sure. Just shoot the shit. How was your day? Today? Yeah. Oh. I don't really care. I Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think you did. <laughs> have, you, have you watched anything good lately? Uh I feel like lately I've I've been going through a lot of Netflix shows. Like, like just I just find myself watching stuff a lot in the evening and like during dinner. And I've just ended up going through a few uh Netflix shows, um, probably most notably was Dark. Uh, hmm. What's that one about? I don't even think I know what that is. It's kind of hard to describe. Um, uh, one one thing of note is that it's German. Oh, okay. Um, the like the default is a is a a dub, like an English dub. It's dubbed in lots of languages. Um, but I I always prefer to watch things in the original languages. Yeah, context makes more sense. Uh, like I know a fair bit of German anyway. I still yeah. use the subtitles because they talk really fast. Yeah. Um, but it's this really really interestingly written, um, kind of like, um, I don't even know how to describe dark. Um, it's this small town. Um, in which, like, a child goes missing. But then it comes up that, like, 33 years ago, there was another incident of a child going missing, and all these correlations start to get drawn between the two. We have a lot of different characters um, that we follow. There is a main character. His name is Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. Um, but... Um and things things get really weird and time travel y. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I've been watching some Netflix shows too. Uh I watched season two of Glow. Oh, how was that? So good. Yeah, I still I still haven't I still haven't given it a shot. I think it's my favorite Netflix show after Stranger Things. Oh yeah? I love it. I I think it's really, really well done. Mark Marin is a revelation. Who that? Uh he's uh one of the actors in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh he he's like a he's a comedian, he's got a podcast as well. Oh. Uh, and he acts in things. As an actor does. He was in uh another Netflix show called Easy. Did you ever see Easy? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's like an anthology show that has like a couple sets of like recurring characters that like each episode kind of will follow a different set of characters and usually like each kind of storyline gets two episodes a season kind of thing. And then they'll like cross over interact. There's two seasons of that out and it's it's pretty good as well. Um, But yeah, no, Glow is awesome. And then I've been watching, uh, I finally got around to watching Mindhunter. Or starting to watch Mindhunter. Uh, like, actually, yeah, I started that one as well. I'm like halfway through. Okay, what do you think? It's a little hard to watch. And I I haven't quite been able to figure out why. It's not 
it's not the creepiness or the or the context. There's something about like the pacing or yeah, like oh no, I think I know what it is. I think I hate the main character. Oh yeah, Holden. Yeah, he is weird, and like I'm kind of hoping that the series builds up to the point where he realizes that he's a psycho, like the people he's been interrogating. Ooh, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping. Theory. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just a really weird creep who does weird stuff and like we we get to learn a lot about the characters around him and all of them seem much more human and much more rounded and it makes me just not want to follow him as the main character huh i hadn't considered that option that's that's kind of interesting yeah i don't know like i i i think i'm only like oh, i'm like episode seven maybe six oh that's farther than me six or seven i don't know um I don't. I can't remember how many. If there's ten or twelve or what, but um, like it's a really well made, for sure. Show, but I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's something I just I'm not finding it super compelling or engaging. Maybe. Yeah, and I, I think that's because of the main character. Yeah, I think you might be right. All the other characters are super interesting to me. Yeah. Whereas he's supposed to be our main character, right? He's the the. Yeah, the bridge for us to be into that world and kind of like, why do you want to walk down that bridge? <laughs> it's kind of plainish, yeah, kind of weird. That's an interesting theory, dude. I didn't consider that. That would that would make it much more compelling if he yeah. started to realize that he was crazy and like, what does that mean for him as an FBI agent if he's the same as these people? Mm-hmm. That's very, huh? cool well i also watched uh the rain um what was that that one was also in another language shoot where was that one from sweden denmark uh shoot. So one of these scandy dramas that everyone's into <laughs> is that a thing that's like, oh yeah that's like a definite genre scandy dramas scandinavian drama oh uh i guess like, my parents were really into The Bridge for a while. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, it's about, like, a murder happens on this bridge in between, I think it's Sweden and Denmark. I hope those two countries neighbor each other, because if not, I'm going to... Maybe it's Norway and... Uh, between two countries. Two Scandinavian countries. I don't know my Northern European geography. I don't very well either. I think it, I want to say Sweden and Denmark, or maybe Sweden and Norway. But I, I feel like Sweden and Norway makes more sense. Might be Sweden and Norway. Anyways, uh, so uh, like a murder happens like in the middle of this bridge in between the two countries, and so then two detectives, like or two sets of detectives or something, one from each country, is tasked with uh, investigating it. Mm. Not unlike the Canadian buddy cop uh, comedy, Bunk Cop, Bad Cop. Yeah. There's a corpse left directly on the border, divided between the border of Ontario and Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of like that. has been a long time. But yeah, these new, yeah, Scandi dramas. Yeah, this one is is uh, pretty intense. Um, yeah, The Rain is basically like, 
we like get briefly introduced to the main character before like and she's at school and before her dad comes and gets her and is like we need to gtfo and she's like what's going on and she's like get in the car and then like her and her brother and her parents are like driving and he's like we need to get the fuck out of here and there's like storm clouds in the back and then it starts to rain and the rain starts killing people acid rain no like people start having allergic reactions and like foaming at the mouth oh and like so many people die from the rain and like the dad takes them into the forest into like this bunker that's there and they're like what what the hell is going on and he's like all right i gotta go do some shit wait here i'll come back for you no see that's a terrible idea do you know where it rains all the time in the fucking forest (laughs) do you know where it doesn't rain all the time like barbados take your family to barbados or something well i'm pretty sure the rain moves quicker than than you know you can run Anyway, the rain I mean, the rain kills a bunch of people. Speak for yourself, man. There's some kind of like virus in the rain, and it I ran people. track. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty interesting. No, yeah. cool. I saw Jurassic Park World, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, you did? Yeah. I kind of forgot it was in theaters. To be honest, it exists. How was that? I I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Oh. And I'm going to say that it's possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. It's so fucking bad. Oh, that's such a shame. It's like it's it's worse than... Yeah, because we watched Jurassic Park 3 before it came out, and we were like, oh, this isn't actually that bad. It's I like... will watch Jurassic Park 3 again. Yeah. This movie fucking sucks. It's got like... Okay... Owen and Claire have, like, the exact same character arc that they had in the last movie where they don't like each other and then they like each other again. What? Yeah. They should have started off, like, being hot and heavy in a new relationship. Like. Yeah, but then you have to come up with new character traits and it's just easier to do it this way. That's just copy and paste. That's bad writing. Um, Yeah, it's terrible writing. Uh, There's no likable characters. It has, like... The most ridiculous, like, mustache twirly villain, like, I've seen that, like, I haven't seen like that since, like, I don't know, ever. Like, like this fake, Flash like, Aha, I'm evil. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> like, it, like, if he didn't wear glasses in the movie like he should have been wearing a monocle and a top hat oh like beautiful. it's just it's so dumb and like the whole like we gotta like save the dinosaurs thing happens in like the first like half hour of the movie and the island explodes and wait the island explodes half an hour in yeah maybe 45 minutes i don't know oh. and the rest of the movie takes place in a house what yeah. All right, look, I'll save you 10 bucks in two hours of your life. And everyone, spoilers for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom if you care. Um, <laughs> but I'm about to I'm about to save you time and money. So. All right, please do. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's been like three years since the last one. There's a volcano on the island that's going to blow up. And Claire is running the, like, Save the Dinosaurs initiative 
to try. Because she likes them. Okay. I don't know. They, uh, you know, she spent a lot of time at the park and she's like, oh, they're animals. They have rights to just like blah, blah, blah. Then they get Jeff Goldblum in for like half a day and put him in two different suits and get him to say this. Like he just sits behind a desk and basically gives the life finds a way and you shouldn't mess with, uh, um, you know, forces of nature, you irresponsible. Oh yeah, that was in the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, basically, he, he the only reason he's there is so that they could put him in the trailer. <laughs> it's like, it's a glorified cameo, and most of his dialogue is in the trailers. Perfect. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, so then they do that, but then it turns out it was a double cross. Um, like. Claire was double-crossed? Yeah, so she gets a call from this guy who was, like, John Hammond's business partner originally, who we've never heard of until now. How convenient. Yeah, and, uh... uh, Was that a scam, or was he actually his business partner? No, he actually was. The guy that does the double-cross is, like, the... Because he's an old, frail man now. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna, like, bring the dinosaurs back to California. We got a dinosaur sanctuary built for dinosaurs in California. And there's like then the evil mustache twirling villain is like the young hotshot guy that he's then hired to like take over operations of his company because he's like old and dying. Okay. And he's got a granddaughter named like Maisie or something like that. Oh, that's that's my uh, in-laws' dog's name. There you go. Uh, and we eventually learn that she's actually a clone of Lockwood's daughter who died. And he's raising her as his granddaughter. And that's why him and Hammond had a falling out because Hammond was like... Nah, man, that's too far. We don't clone people. We just make genetically engineered theme park monsters. We're not cloning people. That's fucked up. You're sick. You're a sick old man. So anyways, you learned that. So basically, they... Wait, no, wait. The only reason they they need Owen and Claire... No, 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 just... Doesn't matter. No, the the, the girl's cloned. Okay. (laughs) It's not important. Except it, it will sounds be, like it should be. It, it it sounds like it should be, and the, the I'll tell you the reason why it's in the movie later. Okay. Um. So basically, they, the only reason they need Owen and Claire to get uh the dinosaurs from the island is because Owen's the only one who can like train the raptors, and they need him to get blue, and then uh, Claire they just need like her fingerprint or something like that so that they can log into the tracking system that's on the island so they can track all the dinosaurs. So then they abandon. Just take her thumb. Uh, much simpler. Uh, <laughs> so then they abandon them on the island uh, as it's like exploding, um, but they steal the jeep and they jump it onto the ship that uh, they're taking all the dinosaurs away from the island on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, basically they end up in this giant mansion in Northern California where they're having like an illegal dinosaur auction, um, and oh. young hotshot business guy murders Lockwood. Oh. By smothering him with a pillow after Lockwood's like, you're a bad man, you shouldn't do this, call the police on yourself. It's the thing that he asks him to do, he asks him to call the police on himself. Just so stupid. Uh, and then uh, Owen and Claire have like snuck into the house, they're like, we gotta shake this up, we gotta let all the dinosaurs out, so they like, let all the dinosaurs out in the middle of this auction, which is occupied by like, the most like, stereotypical like bad black market gangster type characters 
like the main guy that they keep cutting back to is like um this like Russian mobster guy with like a goatee and like several gold chains and like a oh, hairy no. chest and like a leather jacket. Oh yeah. boy. It's so fucking awful. And then I thought it was gonna be like a bunch of like rich privileged white Americans that were buying dinosaurs. That would have been better. But nope, black uh black market arms dealers buying like they're trying to buy dinosaurs. them as weapons? Yeah, they're like they're like uh oh the ankylosaurus is like a living tank. And it's, you know, it's it's heavily armored and can smash things. You know what else is better than a living tank? A uh, tank. A fucking tank that you don't have to feed and that you can <laughs> fit like 30 guns on and pack like six dudes into it and like fucking just blow up whatever you want. And steer. That's an important and steer. one. And steer, yeah. And, and you frick. don't have to feed it. You can leave it in, literally leave it in a warehouse and forget about it. And you can come back to it and it probably still work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then then they introduce the uh the Indoraptor, which is the raptor version of the Indominus Rex. What? It's like a weird hybrid killing machine that will like attack anything that you point a laser pointer at and and then use like the sound thing. They they use like a sonic frequency to get it to attack. Ugh. Um yeah. So I know who but how how is like the Indominus Rex? I'm not even ask. Fuck it, I don't oh, know. there no. There's one good scene in the movie, and it's the opening scene, which is where these guys uh, break into the um, the Mosasaurus tank with this little submarine to get the Indominus Rex tooth. At and at night when it's raining, and uh, you know they're like, "Oh, don't worry, man. Anything that's been in here is long dead because it's three years later." But then it's not dead. It was only three years. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, there, I don't know. Why would it be dead? No food. It should be dead, but it's not. Okay. Um, unless a bunch of stuff just randomly keeps falling into the tank. Well, maybe. Um. Anyways, then they let the mosasaurus out, but it's just really—it's like an actually good like horror action dinosaur sequence. Oh. But it's over in fifteen minutes, maybe like. And that's how it starts. Less. That's how it starts. So anyway, so then they clone the Indoraptor that will attack anything you point a laser pointer at. But you know what else you can do if you can, like, shine a laser pointer at someone? Shoot them with the gun that your laser pointer is attached to. This whole thing is so stupid. Anyway, so the end of the movie, the Chris Pratt and Emily, like, let the dinosaurs out loose in the mansion. They wreck shop. They end up killing the Indoraptor clone thing. And then all the dinosaurs are trapped in the basement. And there's, like, a hydrogen sulfide gas leaking in there because there were just some tanks of that sitting around and they got punctured by something because you just leave, you know... Or, sorry, not hydrogen sulfide, hydrogen cyanide. Oh. The same kind of gas that they use at Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just have yeah. tanks of that lying around. You got a couple, right? Just in the garage. Oh, there's some right there under the stairs. Yeah, obviously. You just Everyone has, a you know, just a couple tanks of hydrogen. So stupid! For dinner parties. It's so dumb! Anyways, and so then they're like, there's like a big red button that's like, release the dinosaurs button, and Claire's like, I should push it because I should save them because they're going to die, but I can't because then they'll get out into the world. And then she doesn't press the button. And then the little girl presses the button. And she's like, they're alive because I'm alive, because they're they're like me. Because I'm a clone. Oh, she, she knows she's a clone. Yeah, she finds out. Does she find out during the movie? Yeah, she does sometime. And, and it's, she, it's not compelling, or I think, uh, it's it's maybe the most compelling part of the movie, but it's barely compelling. 
because it's not really explored. She just like finds a picture of her mom, which looks exactly like her, and then she cries a little bit. Okay. And so, anyways, the the last shot of the movie is like like you know dinosaurs running free through California and like blue running through the desert and like runs up onto this hill and it's like looking over like suburbia in like California. Uh oh. And just this raptor standing over suburbia and then there's like a post credit scene where some pteranodons are like on this like looks like a big like power line kind of tower like a cell tower or something but then you pan out and it's like Las Vegas and it's the Eiffel Tower at Paris 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 oh maybe it's just called Paris I don't know the Paris themed uh, yeah hotel in Vegas right right that's everything that happens in the movie it's fucking stupid don't see it God, that sounds so disappointing mm-hmm 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 weird it's real bad but if they do what they should do based on where this movie ended with a dino apocalypse which they won't because they're pussies and Oosh. the you know you can't end the world because then you can never go back and so if you need to have you know 10 more movies Jurassic movies made it uh, it's really hard to to go back so because they should basically do Planet of the Apes, but with dinosaurs. Yeah. Where, like, humanity has been, like, hunted to the brink of extinction by dinosaurs. But also, there's only, like, 20 dinosaurs, so... Oh, that's not that many. And most of them are herbivores. There's, like, a T-Rex and a raptor. And maybe a couple other carnivores. I don't know. But that would be what I would do. I would do Dino Apocalypse. And if they go that route, then they got my money. <laughs> I will go see that movie, but if they don't do it and they're like, "Oh yeah, we they're just we killed the dinosaurs, they're dead." And then we made more, and it's another part. Oh, Jurassic Land, town, world. No, uh, no, it's not. It's not good. It's it's real bad. I, That's terrible. I fucking hated it so much. Um. But I saw The Incredibles 2, and that was really good, so it made oh, up for it. Oh, yeah, that I want to see. For reals. It's real good. They did a great job with it. Oh, that's that's all I'll hear. say. I don't want to spoil anything. Please don't. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But Jack-Jack is amazing. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. So good. All right. <laughs> Shall we uh, get into today's film? Yeah, I think that was a good five minutes of idle chit-chat. <laughs> 24 minutes in. Good. Um, uh, all right, cool. So we watched an Aussie film. Yeah, right. Uh, I have in front of me a list of a bunch of Australian slang words that I'm going to try and casually slip into our review. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, so the film we watched is Dead End Drive-In. For July 4th, 1995. In the wake of widespread economic collapse, officials are reporting massive general strikes. In the 1970s, there was Clockwork Orange. Then in the 1980s came Mad Max and the Road Warrior. Now comes a startling new vision that takes you into the apocalypse and beyond. Back to the old drive-in you used to know and love. Only now, when the show is over, there is no way out. Dead End Drive-In. 
right now. I'm not getting through to you, am I, son? No cabs, no buses, no transport. So, you're here, you're here, you're here. You're here. The government decides what to do with you. Government, 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 government. This is your home. You can't tell me they don't want to get out now. Try and stop me again. Now get out of the way! Hey! Welcome to your future. Like it or not. Dead end drive-in. Dead end drive-in, Matt, is directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, who yes, directed BMX Bandits, which is one of our favorite uh, episodes uh, of the pod, and yes. also one of our favorite movies we've watched on the pod. Absolutely, definitely a um, craptacular flick. Oh movie. yeah, definitely, definitely. It's uh, yeah, it's real good. So this one is uh, kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> You could say that. Would you say yeah. that? Would you say that's an accurate assessment? I would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it basically, it's kind of it's it's like a it's like Mad Max ish, but Mad, Mad Max is like post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. This isn't. It isn't post apocalyptic. It's not that far. It's, it's like, like dystopian. It's like apocalyptic. Yeah. Like kind maybe of. the apocalypse is happening. It's like we the movie starts with these like credits things being like typed up um, oh yeah it's like sydney some sort of massacre thing happens you know cape town this happens new york this happens tahiti yeah. this happens it's like different parts of the world there are horrible events one of them is nuclear and like a million people die yeah and then also there's another black friday in america yeah wait black friday that's not what I meant to say. They got great deals. <laughs> well, no, wait. Is it? But when when the when the stock market crashed, wasn't that what Black Friday? Black was? Monday. Was Black Monday? I think it was a Monday. What the heck is Black Friday? That's the day after Thanksgiving when everything goes on sale and Americans trample each other for deals on televisions. Well, I know they do that now, but yeah. Why, why did it start? Why did it start? Because it's called Black Friday because that's the day that. All of the businesses get into the black on their ledger because um, they're in the red, and then they sell enough stuff that they are pushed above zero into making profit. So Black Monday was another stock market crash, and yeah. and that apparently affects all the whole world economy. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then the government mobilizes government takes like special action and that's as specific as it gets before the movie starts and i put starts kind of in quotations yeah, <laughs> yeah so and then it starts with like our main character crabs <laughs> um which is his nickname because one time he thought he had crabs but it turns out he didn't but it just kind of stuck yep 
Uh, he's, yep. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, he's jogging through town, uh, and he, uh, uh, you know, he's running around as like, kind of like a, it's like a gross, I'd say it's gross. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like a dumpy town, kind of looks like Robocop or one of those, uh, you know, yeah, Detroit now. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny and also terrible that, like, what Robocop predicted would happen to Detroit actually ended up happening to Detroit. That's a whole other podcast, though, isn't it? That is. Uh, anyways, so, um, he's, like, jogging around, and then he, like, jogs over to, uh, you know, a servo where his, uh, his lady friend, his Sheila's hanging out. That's two. Um, three if you count the g'day at the beginning. We'll allow it. Perfect. Um, and uh, some uh, some guys roll up in a truck with a flamethrower. Yeah, it looked like a flamethrower, but I think it was just a very long stick that was on fire at the end. Oh, okay, cool. And then and then he throws it. I mean, maybe at a it, dog. Maybe it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, he does throw it at a dog. Okay, never yeah. mind. I was going to say, maybe it's supposed to be a flamethrower, and they just lit a stick on fire, but no, he does throw it at the dog. That's true. Yeah. Um, Which was mean. I just... No, I didn't like it. Yeah, so anyways, his brother uh, drives a ute. I'm nailing this. Uh, which is like a truck. I uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, picks, up, uh, picks up car wrecks. Like they, yeah, there seems to be this really competitive business in this dystopian land. Must be like recycling crashed cars or something. Yeah, where it's like there are tow trucks with like cages around them that that strive to be first on the scene at accidents so that they can claim the cars. Yeah. Yeah, and the cops are like, all right, you're here, you get... You know, you you were first. You get dibs, or like, oh, you're right at the same time. You got to split them, or whatever. Yeah, um, cops don't seem to care. Yeah, because then there's and also willingly like, accept bribes. <laughs> yeah, because there's also roaming gangs of of uh, called car boys who just are like a bunch of a bunch of like rowdy teenagers, like you know, punk post punk teenagers. Yep, and some of them are girls. Just want to some of them are girls. There. Yeah, yeah. Don't know why they're called car boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, teenager is gender neutral. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Talking about the name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, girls can be boys too, Matt. It's 2018. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, they're they're driving around, and I guess they're trying to, like, loot cars. And and giggle a lot. Yeah. And giggle a lot. But So they're trying to scrap take scrap metal as well. I feel like there's a lot of scrap metal taking happening in yeah, this world. Who's- Who's buying it? I don't know. It's never... Another thing, too, like, this movie, from the setting and everything, it sounds like it should be really dark, really gritty, really sad. Yeah. And it just isn't. It's not really, yeah. It, it's like um, this gang comes up, and they, they're they all crazy and have, like, yeah. spiked clubs and stuff. Yeah, and, the, and... And they really don't do anything. Yeah, Crab's brother's like, grab the wrench! We gotta beat them... With a wrench to stop them from stealing the hubcaps. Yeah, but like the 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 beating only kind of takes place. Like his brother yeah. uh, 
Well, they take Frank. one of their guns or something like that, and they're like, all right, shoot them if they get near the cars. They're basically like slightly more violent Jawas, is, yeah. what, is what I gathered. Yeah, like punk Jawas. Yeah, they're like punk yeah. rock Jawas. Or there's like, they're a little bit of a nuisance, but like you can get them under control just by telling them to shoot and maybe like kicking one of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm sure everyone on Tatooine just like kicks has kicked a Jawa. Oh, probably. Once or twice. You gotta just kick a Jawa. I think like Jawa kicker is like an insult. I mean, uh, you gotta assume. Get out of here, you dirty Jawa kicker. Yeah. 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 That's good. All right, back on track. <laughs> um, fast forwarding to let's just let's just move on. Yeah, he takes his lady to a drive-in. He takes his lady to the drive-in he where steals there's his brother's two, car. He steals his brother's car. It's a '56 Chevy. Goes to the drive-in where there's two prices: adults and unemployed. <laughs> adults are ten bucks. Unemployed is three fifty. Big difference. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, brings his Sheila to the drive-in. They're, uh, and they put the, you know, they put the top up. They're uh, put the seats down. They're, uh, you know, they start to pash, and then they. Uh, I don't know that one. That's making out. Oh, cool. Yeah, then they uh, go for a route. Oh. Which is uh, boning. Yeah, I yeah. Go for a root. I rooting. I can put that together. Yeah, rooting is uh, having sex, which is <laughs> funny because when you know in America or North America, they'd be like, "I'm rooting for you, man." Oh Me- yeah, that's means right. like I'm supporting you. I'm cheering. Yeah, you I'm on. cheering for you. But in Australia, it's like I'm rooting for you. It's like I am having sex for you. <laughs> How do you take that statement? Yeah, I don't know. I'm having sex for you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But also it's like, I, like, I don't want to think about you when I'm having sex. I'm just going to throw it out there. And I should hope that you feel the same way. That's fine. Oh, whatever. Okay. Whatever. No, well, we can talk about it later. If you, that, no, it's fine. It's All fine. Right. So, anyways, this uh, this drive-in, it's just chockers with teenagers. Oh yes. Um, and uh, they're all kind of, uh, you know, I wouldn't say they're they're uh, they're more greaser than Soch. <laughs> these uh, yes, these teenagers yeah, for sure. So, anyways, these guys are in the uh, in the thing car. <laughs> did you just slam your hand down on the top of your headphones yes i meant to tighten like, them yes uh loosen them actually oh i see <laughs> i meant sorry uh yeah so they're rooting in the in the back of the car all of a sudden the car just is like and like leans to one side and he like looks out he's like Oh my god, someone stole two of my wheels! And like, I'm like, that's not, you can't steal wheels that fast. No. Nope. Like, you ever change a tire? It takes fucking forever. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, if you're doing it by hand. They would need to have jacked up the car first. Yeah. And that would have tipped them off. Oh, well, maybe not. I don't know. Could you, if you just loosened all the nuts on a. No, you can't. You can't just. The rip. weight of the car is on the wheel. Nah, I reckon you could rip it off. If you no. Try. We'll try it later. Okay, fine. We'll try and. We'll, tr- we'll try it on someone else's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can both steal a wheel at the same time. Real uh, quickly. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh... Gets out of the car. Gets out of the car. Real quickly puts on pants first. Yeah, and he's, like, putting on pants and his boots, and he's, like, running after whoever took the wheels, and it turns out it was the the coppers. It was the pow-pow. Yeah, cops are taking, taking kids' cars, or car parts or whatever, basically stopping them from leaving. Yeah, because in order to get to the drive-in, there was, like, this gate like this restricted area gate that they had to go through and mm-hmm. there was this one road that like led to it that was like blocked off yeah so the only way to get through that area was to drive and it said like pedestrians bikers and stuff like not allowed yeah and so now that the wheels are gone they can't drive out yeah which means that there is no way to get out yeah um and also because the fence is electrified, which we learn a bit later. Yep, that too. Um, but so basically, it, it turns out he goes to like you know complains like, "Hey, someone stole the wheels off my car," and the guy in the office is like, "Oh yeah, well, give me your names," and writes them down in his little his little ledger or whatever. And then they're like, "All right, well, you know, when can we get some spare parts and leave?" He's like, "Oh, you can't leave." And basically, you figure out that the drive-in is like. Um, like a camp. Yeah, it's like an internment camp for like teenagers, pretty much. Like they're getting all the all the riffraff kind of off the streets. So it's just By chockers. Sure they can't leave the drive-in. <laughs> yeah, so it's just chockers with bogans all over the place. <laughs> chockers with bogans. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if there's any Aussie slang that also works with this accent. This is the other reason I'm doing this. Oh, I see. Chalkers with bogans does not. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Uh, it's close, uh, though. It's close. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, Crabs uh, is being a real sook and just whinging. Yeah. I'm just trying to get through the list at this yeah, point. No, I got a lot. Go for it, dude. Cool. Um, it's true. He is whinging. Yeah, he is whinging. Wingen. Uh Oh, I missed Ambo. Ambo is what Aussies call an ambulance. Oh, yeah, there we do see an Ambo. Yeah, some Ambos showed up at when the, the crash the site. Car crash, yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh basically, yeah, they uh <laughs> keep the kids sedated with uh crappy food and a healthy diet of you know, exploitation movies playing uh on repeat <laughs> what the one of the movies actually that's playing in there is another Brian Trenchard Smith film I was wondering that which I've actually seen called Turkey Shoot <sighs> which is about like um like a it's kind of like the most dangerous game where like there's a, a an island of uh like prisoners and then rich people like pay to hunt them for sport oh and there's like a cannibal lesbian woman and a werewolf man in it. Well, that's a great cast right there. Yeah. It's uh It's all right. It's not it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um I'd probably watch it before I watch Jurassic World. It's just Fallen about to Kingdom. ask actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so this brings us to the part of the movie where nothing happens. Much like the previous part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, some stuff happens. Like, he tries to, like, you know, get some wheels for the car. And he's like, I yeah. gotta get Chevy wheels because Frankie's gonna kill me if I 
you know, come back without Chevy wheels. They need to match whatever. He like steals some some petrol from the from the cops truck. Yeah. Um, when they're on their way out because they come like every night. Yeah. To bring drugs in. That's one of the things we see them do. Yeah, it's kind of like this whole middle part of the movie where they're at the drive-in, which at first I was like, why didn't they get to the drive-in earlier? This is the dead-end drive-in. It should have yeah. been happening sooner. But then I was like, oh, no, I I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, but like, you, you didn't need... like As much as I like a little bit of world building to be done in, in a movie, you yeah. didn't need that much. No. Like, you could have... You could have trimmed up the the front bit a little bit, and then just had him. Like you could have started with him and his brother going around picking up wrecked cars. Yep. And then, you know, they get back, and he's like, "Hey, can I borrow the Chevy? I want to take my, I want to take my Sheila to the drive-in. I'm gonna have a root, and root in the back." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, come on, mate, not in the Chevy." Anyways, uh, they've got like a leopard print. Oh yeah, they've got leopard. It's so it's so back of the Chevy. It's like it's like the classic like red and white '56 Chevy convertible, like yeah, with like I'm pretty sure they had like the white wall tires and everything. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, it it was great and like red (laughs) and white leather interior. It was it was like it was pretty mint. And he had right he had uh, uh, white and red undies to match. Oh yeah, he did too. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, th- I saw him in those, and I was like, I wonder if he thought about that. Yeah. Before putting them on. So the weirdest part of the movie, though, is um, in uh, as about halfway through, maybe. Uh, I guess longer than that. Maybe longer than I guess halfway three through. Three quarters through. Well, yeah. So then this truck, uh, this truck shows up, a Ute, if you will. Uh, just, just, uh, chalkers with immigrants. Yeah. Uh, mostly Asian immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't know if there was like, maybe this is a commentary on like Australian culture at the time. Like maybe there was like a really sort of like, like in, uh, this is from the eighties sometime. I can't remember the exact year. I was looking for it on the back of the DVD, but it wasn't didn't say um but you know maybe there was something like that was happening in australia at the time mid 80s they were there was like a big anti-immigrant thing perhaps this is me assuming i don't yeah i don't actually know. i mean that's the only thing that makes sense to me i i do know i do know that australia does have strict like immigration policies and like uh not not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing but it's possible that they were also quite racist a while ago, <laughs> which would explain what happens in the movie. I mean, they like they just legalized gay marriage like last year, so last year it was last year. Oh wow! Or maybe like the beginning of this year. Oh, like it was oh, very recently. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm, like if we I'm if, so like, sorry. Like if we invented Australian homosexuals. Yeah, I didn't know. Like if we invented like a shitty time machine, we could probably still go back in time far enough that... <laughs> Sur- surreal piece. It's not even a DeLorean. It's like a fucking gremlin or something. The the Pinto time machine? Yeah. <laughs> we've, yeah. Got, we've got about a three and a half year uh, window to use Yeah, here. we could probably go back in time far enough that gay marriage would be illegal in Australia still. Oh my 
Yes. Yeah. So it's fine. They're all upside down. The blood is rushing to their heads. So because <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the movie, bunch of yeah, a bunch of a literal like caged ute of immigrants. Nice words. Nice uh, use of the ute. He's trying to play along. Uh, is yeah. dropped off. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> and and like we we don't see any of them again except for one Indian man in a in a bathroom. Yeah. Who like comes in to pee? He has a very large turban. Yes. Like it's almost too large. Well, that's not for, really for you to <laughs> say, Aaron. I'm just for his for his head. Maybe he just has a small head. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But we live we live in a town that has a very very large South Asian population. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so, like, growing up, I've I've seen plenty of of uh, Indian men wearing turbans. Yeah. See it every day. They usually look a lot better than, than yeah. They <laughs> usually like like a it looks just like a normal thing, just like oh yeah, it's just like a thing that. You have on your head, and it's fine. This is like this looked like this looked like the fucking like the Sultan from Aladdin. Like <laughs> it did get really wide, didn't <laughs> like it? his yeah. weird like mushroom cap thing he had on top of his head. <laughs> it was real dumb. Uh, so, anyways, uh, there's like all yeah. All of a sudden, this like weird like white supremacy uh, subplot is introduced. Like yeah, really suddenly, right near the end of the movie. Well, I mean. Not not too... I mean, yes, suddenly, but there was... I will give him this credit. There was one tiny bit of hint towards it, and that was, like... I remember in one of the first scenes in the drive-in, I think it's, like, the scene of, like, the morning after they get their wheels stolen, and you're kind of, like, going around seeing what's going on in the drive-in. Uh, there is a guy uh, who just has a swastika bolo tie. Oh, right... Uh, I, right i just i just <laughs> saw that and was like oh yeah like like punk dystopian mm-hmm. nonsense of course there would be some just using swastikas yeah for, just some nazi just imagery just ornaments yeah so they i guess they kind of brought that around a little bit but yeah it was it kind of just came out of nowhere and then also went nowhere yeah that like yeah. they have this confrontation in the bathroom, where uh, uh, they're like, "Hey, Crabsy, you want to come to the the meeting? We're having like a white Australia meeting. We're gonna talk about the Asian situation." And uh, he's like, "Nah, man, I'm good. It's all right." He's literally the only one who isn't yeah livid that there are any immigrants at all. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's, "It's like like they're not the enemy. The you know, government's the enemy. They're the one they." The Asians are like they're prisoners too. Like, can't you see? Yeah, and again, he's the only one who's who's upset about being a prisoner. Yeah, like, at this drive-in, everyone else is totally complacent about it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the only one who cares, and then is also the only one who isn't a flaming racist. Yeah, because I think it's kind of like um, the idea is like, oh, they're they're you know teenagers, young adults you know kind of they had the world was shitty they had nothing going on on the outside in here they can just you know goof off and do drugs oh yeah that's true that his um his girlfriend is actually our our window into that mentality right yeah like 
we learn that she doesn't want to be around the cops because her parents are looking for her. Like yeah. she must have run away from home. Yeah. Um, and it's shitty out on the streets and she's here and she's just kind of like getting along with the, with all the other weirdos and stuff. Yeah. And this drives a wedge between, uh, her and crabs. Yeah. And so like the, the, the deal I got was like the government's like, all right, let's just round up as many youth as possible, stick them in a drive in, show them trash movies and feed them junk food and let's give them drugs and some alcohol and. You know, I'll just send in a slab of tinnies and let them fucking just knock them back. Knocking back a foster's mate. They do knock back a couple of fosters. Oh, yeah. Which I think was really funny. Because <laughs> if you ever talk to an Aussie, they're like, oh, I'd never touch the stuff. <laughs> of course. But, you know, like fosters, I think their slogan is like, it's Australian for beer. But, uh,. Well, you know, dire times. Yeah, yeah. The economy, what can you do? Yeah, apocalypse is happening. We're all going to drink shit beer. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, like, yeah, she, like most of the youth are like, oh, yeah, I'm like, all we need do in here, we can do anything we want in here. Like, why would we want to leave? It's great. There's no real rules other than you can't leave. And you have to pay with coupons. Yeah, they're given meal tickets. They're given, like, meal tickets and... and but yeah, other than that, they're just, they're given drugs and they're given trash movies to watch and you can just hang out and root in your car and yep, smoke up and, you know, I can think of worse things. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, like actual internment camps. Yeah. That, those. That would be, yeah, that'd be, yeah. Way fucking worse. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Uh, if the government of Canada is listening, if you ever need to put me in an internment camp, it's a good way to do it. Make it make it a drive-in. Make it fun. <laughs> With beer and drugs. <laughs> yeah, beer, drugs, trashy movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, he's like, no, I gotta get out because somehow my life is better on the outside. And Yeah, just values his freedom, I guess. I guess so. I can I can relate to that. Yeah. Somewhat. Anyways. <laughs> uh so he's like uh he's like you know, steals uh, one of the trucks and crashes it into some stuff. <laughs> leads the cops on a chase, and at one point, their truck catches on fire, which leads to my favorite line in the movie. It's like, oh no, we're on fire! <laughs> which I, think, the... I think he was even less alarmed than that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we're on fire! And yep. then they just kind of explode. Like a lot. Like, like so, so much. So much explosion. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I was like, finally some action. This is incredible. Yeah, the last like 15 minutes of the movie, a lot of action, a lot of good crashing cars and shooting stuff up. Oh, and... the best shot though, before that goes down, there's oh, the, a, a the shot. Yeah, there's a shot from the ground when the cop car is like coming in and there's just a chicken there. We've never seen a chicken in this movie before this moment. There yeah. just happens to be a chicken there. Sure. And this cop car is rolling up to it. And it's not moving, and it straight up doesn't notice the cop car until the cop car is completely over top of it. At which point, it just screams. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. I have no idea how they got that shot. I don't either. It's amazing. Because like my limited experience with chickens <laughs> is that I like they're real stupid, and they <laughs> and they spook easily. And I feel like if you drove a car towards a chicken. 
it would probably get the fuck out of the way. It'd, it'd either get the fuck out of the way or it'd like run underneath your tire and like you'd kill it. Yeah. Um. But no, it just stays in the middle of the shot yeah. as the car drives over the camera and the chicken. And the chicken's just like, ah! Yeah. Like, do you remember our, we have a friend who used to live out on a farm yeah. You remember she li- lived on that farm on Chilliwack? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had uh, a whole bunch of uh, Chicken? chickens and geese and stuff that would just run wild. And you'd, like, drive up their driveway and, like, there'd just be a chicken in the middle of the road. And you'd, like, honk at it and it'd be like, huh? <laughs> and just kind of, like, stare at you and you'd be like, get get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> but then, like, yeah, if you'd, like, drive, like, right up to it, then it would, like, freak the fuck out. And... Right, anyways. Side note. That, that's your chicken experience? Chicken's are real dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently not as dumb as turkeys, I learned. Oh, that's... Apparently turkeys are even more dumb. Uh, the, My parents' neighbors have a chicken in their backyard. Just one? Uh, that I could see. Um, Interesting. Because today it was, like, stuck. They have, like, uh, some, like, vine kind of stuff, like ground creepers. Oh, yeah. Growing on the on the side of their house, um, that neighbors my parents' house, and like for, so like from the deck I can see into the, like the side of their yard, and this chicken was just in there, not moving and like being like, <laughs> like at the window, and like we're pretty sure that like she was stuck, and couldn't move. Oh dear! And she was like calling for help. Poor little chicken. Because, like, she was there for, like, a good, like, 20 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my other experience with chickens. Fun. Yeah. It was fun. Um, and this movie is so boring that we immediately opted to, <laughs> to just, talking about chickens like, talk for about as chickens much for as we could. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any experience with chickens? I don't. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We should talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, basically, he steals a cop car and or truck or whatever and jumps it. Out of the drive-in and drives mm. away. After uh, he chats with his girlfriend, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get out of here. Do you want to come?" And she's like, "No, nah, I'm good." And he's like, "All right, cool." Um, it was a little bit more emotional than that. Yeah, but that's the gist. Yeah, <laughs> but not much because he's kind of not a great actor. No, in fact, physically he is an incredibly awkward actor. Yeah, and when also- he's hiding from the cops and he's like <laughs> creeping around. His arms are like kind of wide and in front of him and he's yeah. like moving his legs it's like ugh. yeah the one thing i will say for this movie that i think it has has going for it is i thought the cinematography was really good i guess i didn't notice it which is a good thing yeah like i thought um yeah the camera work was really good it was lit really well especially the end the end bit when he's like, yeah, uh, the cops are like on foot and they're like trying to like chase him through the thing. And there's a lot of like, you know, fog and atmosphere. And you see him like silhouettes of cops like backlit moving through, you know, fog. And he's in the foreground. And there's like, you know, lots of like multicolored lights creating cool contrast and stuff. And yeah, that was the one thing I, I did notice. I was like, this movie looks really good huh. for what I'm assuming was a very, very low budget. I, yeah, I, Kind of hope so. <laughs> like, uh, you know, probably a couple hundred thousand, maybe five hundred thousand, something like that. Australian, so like, you know, twelve bucks. 
No, it's actually, not that big a no, difference. No, I think their dollar is actually better than ours right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah, that would make sense. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, so... But yeah, he just jumps. He jumps the thing and 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 drives off, and that's that's the end of the movie. Yeah, like if you don't if you don't bother explaining the setting, the plot of the movie is a dude and his girlfriend go to a drive-in where they can't leave. It's a government plot. Then the dude escapes. Yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have to get into the racism. That was not necessary. No, 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 it wasn't. But again, I assume that, that must have been a commentary, com- commenting on the state of white Australia at that time. Um, I'm guessing that there was, yeah, some sort of like a lot of like you know anti-immigrant rhetoric going around at that at that time in Australia. Otherwise, it's very out of place. Yeah, <laughs> like. Although, Very. although weirdly topical now. In Australia? No, America. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's... I mean, not as far as I know in Australia. As far as I know, Australia doing all right. Got their... So one way or other, I'm sure they're miles ahead from America. Yeah. Streets ahead, even. Streets ahead. <laughs> uh, if we have American listeners, we don't hate you. We just hate your government. Yeah, look, it's not your fault. Uh, probably. Probably. You alone, it's not your fault. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think a lot of the people whose fault it is are starting to figure out that uh, it is their fault and that they made, made a horrible mistake. <laughs> a huge mistake. Yeah, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Or, in this case, orange juice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Get it? (laughs) Yeah, it was good. I like it. (laughs) Well done. Uh, All right. That's good. We got got one good joke in. So, overall... Overall, this movie was really boring. It was kind of boring. I think it could have been improved by, like, if there was more, like... Action. Plot. Yeah. Um, No, I just, uh, like, he he's always talking about, like, oh, I gotta try and, you know, escape. And there's, like, maybe, like, two instances where he's actually, like, working towards achieving that goal. Yeah. Like, when he's siphoning the gas from the, from the cops, and then, like, when he's trying to steal the, um, the tires. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the 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 racism was only in there so that um everyone would be distracted uh and he could just steal the tires off that Chevy because the cause the 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 truck comes in loaded up with all the the Asian immigrants and then there's also like a a tow truck loaded up with a bunch of wrecked cars and he's like oh i gotta go steal those chevy wheels i'll be right back and then they're all chanting like no asians no asians no asians and he's kind of oh, like that's what they were saying he's kind of like yeah, just loosen these bolts and he's just like stealing things while they're all like get get the asians out of here oh yeah and then we like it white when there was like the big cop chase 
with the guns and the exploding cars and everything, everyone else was at the White Australia meeting, so no one else was in the crossfire. Yeah. So maybe that was why. It seems like a really strong plot point to just put in for that convenience, yeah. though. I think they could have thought of something else. Yeah. So it, it was either commentary or they were sitting around like, all right, so we need a good way to get uh, everyone into one location um, so that uh, no one will be in the crossfire during the big shootout car chase. It's like, mm, how about they're all racist? How, yeah, white, <laughs> white supremacy meeting. That's a good. That's a good gathering. <laughs> like, ah, uh, white supremacy. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah let's do that. That works. Yeah, 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 it works. Yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely no better options. We're going with that one. That's the one we're doing. Everyone in agreement. Good. All right. Oh boy. Next point. Um, who's bringing the napkins chicken. to the barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's a real white people problem to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Do you use napkins ever? Really? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah? I get stuff on my face all the time. Mm. I don't. I make a point of making my food incredibly saucy. Oh, good. Mm. All right, what are you giving this one? That is one big pile of shit. Okay, all right. That is one big pile of shit. I'm going to say it's craptacular. Really? Yeah. It's craptacular. You want to watch it again ever? Like, yeah, I'd say I'd watch it again. You you enjoyed you enjoyed that? Yeah, I had, oh. a, good, I had a good time. Oh, that took that took me by surprise. I, I had I was surprised at how not enjoyable it was. Like it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of boring in the middle, and there's a lot of it that doesn't make sense. But oh, I found it's it boring the whole time. I found it I found it amusingly nonsensical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And like I said, I really enjoyed the visuals. I guess that's fair. I guess I just the ending action sequence is really good. Yeah, giving giving the setting, I just wanted it to be so much darker. That's true, and yeah. like creepier. Oh yeah, okay. Like it was all like they were being held against their will, but the guy in charge of the driving was all like, "Oh no, it's okay. Like you just stay here now. That's fine." Oh yeah, and I like and we didn't really talk about him, did we? Who fucking cares, Tomo? <laughs> His name's Thompson, so they call him Tomo. Yeah, that's what Aussies do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just add an O to your, the end of your half of your name. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's no. cool. It, yeah, I mean, it did get there in the end because there's like the scene, the last scene with Tomo where the main character dude has like had enough and he's been running from the cops and he like gets a shotgun and he's like, you're going to help me steal the cop car. Yeah, and he's like hiding, hiding behind the desk with the shotgun, and <laughs> we forgot to mention. Oh, sorry, I keep going. Yeah, but... and then the cop comes in, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I couldn't find him." And Tomo's like, "Get him! He's right there!" And then he like pops up, and the cop accidentally shoots Tomo, and then the shotgun goes off and shoots the cop, and then yeah. all of a sudden, really quickly, they're dead. And yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's the first time someone's died in this dystopian future." Yeah, I mean, people had been beaten with bricks and cricket bats. And stuff. Well, cricket bats barely. Yeah, more a brick. A brick to the head. Yeah, happened. And yeah. to the face and to the foot. Nah, the just... cricket bat to the foot. No foot to the foot. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Just we we didn't mention how many scenes he's just like crouching behind something. So much, and he 
he's so awkward to look at. He's like yeah. this weird golem-like figure. Yeah. It's all gangly and small. It's the socially awkward goblin. Yeah. 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 He's the socially awkward <laughs> goblin. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh Anyways, that was uh, that was dead end driving. Yep, that was our uh, <laughs> second uh, Aussie flick on the pod, and uh, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I need to look up more Aussie slang. Please do. Uh, I will. Cop that, Matt. You dickhead. You drongo. Yeah, bloody drongo. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, get on you. You're all right. Um, I think my Aussie accent's getting better too. You have a good one. I'm impressed by. I haven't listened to it back to the the BMX Bandits one, but I feel like I had to put it on a little thicker back then. Like, get I, dingo babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just ah, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. So that was that was dead and driving. Um, I forget what we're watching next month. The list is on my iPad and it's dead. You could plug it in. I will later. <laughs> um, not right now. All right, all right. Uh, we're watching something. That sounds fun. Are we gonna do Rotten Tomatoes for Dead End oh, Driving? Shit. Yeah, let's do it. I don't even know if it's gonna be on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, let's find out. I'll try to formulate what I think it might be. I feel Dead like it was bad. End. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you, sweetheart. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my. Uh, IMDb. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does have a Rotten Tomatoes. All right, let's see. Oh, uh, no, there are no critic reviews yet. Uh, do uh, you want to just try and guess the audience score, or should we go to the IMDb rating? Because there was an IMDb rating. Uh, let's guess the audience score. Audience score. All right. Was the audience score forty-six? Ooh, close. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Slightly worse. 43. 41. 41. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty close. Yeah, there's no uh, no critics, uh, critics consensus yet. So. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, when we get... But most uh, people didn't like it. Yeah. When we get the, uh, you know, when we get the podcast Rotten Tomatoes certified, uh, we can uh, we can review it. Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There's like Rotten Tomato certified critics. Out but there. like, can anyone just do that? No, probably not. Yeah. I mean, maybe eventually. Well, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. I think you just... like we can be critics. How? Well, we'll look, listen to our podcast. It's... I mean, we just criticize stuff. I'm like anyone can have a podcast, man. It's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, yeah, you're right. All right. Well, well, this was a Bonza episode. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll be back next month with a film. True. I really want to know what it is. Well, then plug in your iPad. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it was related to a movie that's coming out or not. The whole reason I picked this movie is because there's like no good movies coming out this month. Except Mission Impossible. And I didn't want to watch Mission Impossible 2. Because that's like the logical one to watch because it's the bad one. Oh yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to hear the Limp Biscuit song. <laughs> that the main reason? He just didn't want to listen to Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that on my own time. I don't have to do it. 
I don't know why you want to hate me. Well, you don't have to sing it. Okay, it's fine. fine. Um, only that band could like turn that theme song into like a whiny emo rap rock jam. So uh, we'll be back next month with a film. Uh, until then, thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, you can rate uh, and leave a comment on iTunes. Uh, that helps us a lot. Uh, you could subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Wherever the pods are cast. <laughs> Wherever pods will be cast, there also shall we be. Ah. Um, I like the hand gesture there. I love how many hand gestures you do enjoy <laughs> on this show, actually. <laughs> It's, I'm just a hand special. talker, yeah. okay? <laughs> I just wanted to address it, because no one would know unless I did, because it's a podcast. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> I try not to do, like, visual jokes on the show. It just, it happens. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, what else do I say? Oh, yeah, follow us on... Oh, we had e- we had a mail. We had an email. We got mail? We had mail. We got to do mail. Okay, fuck. I got to look it up. Um, do you need to plug in your iPad? No, I can just do it on on the... <laughs> Fuck, I'll plug it in later. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, uh, all right. Is wow, that... someone emailed. Yeah, so if you, if you want to email the show, this is our first letter. This is so great. Uh, welcome to the letters section of the show. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at retrocrappod at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on uh, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at retrocrappod. Uh yeah, give us a give us a shout out there. Uh, so this comes to us from Dustin. Oh hey Dustin. Uh, Dustin, some listeners may uh, know Dustin from the Action Action podcast, oh, uh, which yeah. I did a guest spot on. And he says uh, the subject of the article was Human Torch. Oh. He says, uh, hey guys, Dustin from Action Action here. been uh, listening to and enjoying the show. I'm a little behind. I just listened to the Captain America episode. Uh, oh, and there's dear. a super nerdy correction I need to make. Uh, you guys were saying that the Human Torch didn't exist until 1961, along with the rest of the Fantastic Four. Uh, but there was another Human Torch who preceded Johnny Storm. Oh. He was an android, uh, and he used to team up with Namor, the Submariner, and Captain America in a group called the Invaders. The Invaders. Uh, and he was created in 1939. Sorry, I couldn't let it go. Haha, <laughs> keep up the craptacular work. <laughs> Sent from my iPhone. So, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyways, uh, thanks for getting in touch with the show, Justin. Justin? Fuck. Wow. Dustin. <laughs> Our first letter, and you uh, can't even remember his name. The sad thing is, I've met him. <laughs> That's even worse. I've yeah. spoken to him in person. <laughs> Thanks, Dustin. Uh, thanks, Dustin. Yeah, I guess I guess the egg's on our face. We should have uh, should have done more research. Eggs I guess because I'm pretty sure the other person that they, when the kids in that movie they're like, was it Namor or maybe it was the Human Torch? No, it was uh, Submariner. So Namor's the so. Submariner. Did you not actually know that? Or no, it's just planet like. Like making another mistake, but you, you suck. But it's, all right, <laughs> it didn't work. So I guess maybe that movie actually was better. Than we, no, I mean it still sucked. But oh, it was still a flaming pile of crap. Yeah, but 
but it actually now that now that I know they used to team up with Captain America and the Submariner, Namor, Namor, the Submariner. <laughs> that actually, uh, that actually kind of makes makes sense. Yeah. So I guess. I still think it's weird in a comic book movie to talk about other comic book characters, though. I still find that strange. Yeah. No, it was a weird thing that happened. Yeah. All right. Fine. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for getting in touch uh, with the show, Dustin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, and uh, yeah, I hope more people do that. Listen to the things that we're saying wrong. Yeah. And email us. If we, uh, if we fucked up uh, anything on this episode, email in. Let us know. Like, after uh, our Jason X episode, I was really hoping someone was going to email in and tell us, you know, whether or not it's okay to refreeze meat. Because we never Googled it. Oh, yeah. I listened to that episode, like, last week. There's definitely some ep- uh, meat that you can't refreeze. Presumably. I didn't look it up. I don't think it's all... It, it might be all meat. Uh, how about human flesh? I don't know about human flesh. You should look it up. All right. Uh, if you're a cannibal, uh, <laughs> email in. <laughs> About whether or not you refreeze your meat. Yeah. Uh, also, your current location. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. And a picture would be nice. And a, yeah, and a picture. Uh, of ge- you. Geotagged. Yeah, please, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so that we so that we know where to not go. At RetroCrapPod. Yeah, at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and so that's cool that we got... Uh, a letter. I'm actually like so stoked about that. We got to read, read out some. Uh, that means that like people are listening. That means that Dustin is listening. That's true. Yeah. Du- hey, Dustin is people too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Until next time, keep watching crap.